All right, welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros podcast. We're now only 23 days away from kickoff of the NFL season. That's just over three weeks from the first Thursday night football game. Uh, So we're going to continue our grind leading into the season with two pods a week. Uh, For today's podcast, we're back to breaking down some more of our rankings, uh, focusing on wide receivers today. So we'll be breaking down our wide receiver ranks, giving our favorite targets, some bold takes, of course, and really getting into the thick of it with uh, where we have our discrepancies. Um, but before we get started on wide receivers, there was some running back news that came out today, starting with the Miami Dolphins. It looks like they're going to be going with the three-headed monster approach. Is this calm or chaos for you guys on Miles Gaskin? Uh, I think you're staying calm. I still think Gaskin's the most talented out of the running backs, and I think it'll go into the season with Malcolm Brown starting. But something that'll some it's it'll, it'll be a fire that dies out soon because they'll realize why Gaskin was the starter last year. But there is some concern there with Malcolm Brown and just it being a committee in general. Sounds like chaos to me, Q. Yeah, it's a little Any chaotic. News of a uh, committee is immediate chaos, unless you you can call their bluff. But I don't know. I don't see the Dolphins being a team that you can call their bluff on using a committee. I do think it's going to be a committee, but I still think Miles Gaskin is the guy I'd want in that backfield. Maybe I'll drop him down a couple spots, but I think Miles Gaskin, like you already mentioned, the most talented guy in that backfield. I'm not worried about Malcolm Brown. We saw him have, what, nine carries for eight yards in that first preseason game. He looked brutal. Um, Ahmed could do some work, take away some here or there, but I do think Gaskin's still a good pass catcher, definitely a good running back. Um, he's the guy that I'm definitely targeting. One day – one day, maybe five years from now, all running, all teams will be running back by committee, and we'll just be trying to decipher who's the best committee to have a player from. Or we, or we draft like a team's backfield. That would be gross. It'll That's be like a defense. Terrible. You guys, you guys are trying to curse fantasy right now. Let's let's hope we're trying to reinvent the wheel. Let's hope the the single RB still exists in the future. Love me a workhorse. Love me that workhorse. Um, also, for the Texans, a little bit more running back news here. Uh, after the initial depth chart released with Mark Ingram ahead of David Johnson, David Johnson said his role is frustrating today. At this point, what are you doing with this backfield? I'm nothing. Was, nothing. Yeah. Same thing I, I believe, was doing. Uh, Philip Lindsay is now the guy you want to own in that backfield. I think if you want a 1,000-yard rusher from that team, Philip Lindsay. He's done it the past two or no. three seasons. Uh, Mark Ingram is – old and well the team's bad i mean you don't want any of them i would erase like i just don't want any of them but if you want someone with some potential philip Lindsay. yeah this texans team's looking like a dumpster fire i don't think i'm touching this backfield if i do it's a late round flyer on any of them if they end up falling pretty far like philip Lindsay as my rb5 or six or david johnson as my rb4 or five yeah probably not touching mark ingram every draft or anything like that so yeah, they could have listed mark ingram as a starter and i still wouldn't move him up any higher mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, no way. All right, let's jump into talking some wide receivers. But before we get into our rankings, let's talk a little bit about strategy when it comes to drafting wide receivers. Uh, When do you guys consider drafting the first wide receiver off the board? After pick 10. 10. I I agree with him. We're living in a wide receiver world. Well, I mean, that doesn't have to do with the first receiver off the board, but. The running backs are so important, and you can get an extremely good receiver 
round four, five. That could be yeah. your number two. And be so, good, yeah, feel good about it. So who's your 10th running back that you're taking over? Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Eckler. You're taking Eckler, Eckler over those two? Mm-hmm. I am. I have, I'll take I have Aaron Eckler Jones five. over them. Oh, well, I have Eckler high, but I know most people have maybe like eight or nine, maybe yeah. ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. I guess after yeah, tenth after the tenth best running back I have ranked, definitely I would take it, any other position receiver. I'll take way over Swift, who I have at eleven. Yeah, yeah, I got I got Devontae Adams at nine. So after Nick Chubb for me is kind of the cutoff where I'm like, all right, this is where I'm taking a wide receiver. This is where I'm gonna lock that elite guy up. Matt, it sounds like you're looking at six. So you're taking him over Zeke, Saquon, those guys? Uh, I mean, depending on who's there, really. If it's a guy I don't really like this year, I would have no problem taking Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams at like the seven, eight, nine spot. Over who? I want to know over who. Like an example. I would over take Eckler. Rick over Nick Chubb. And over Nick Chubb. Aaron Jones? Yeah. I would right. probably over Aaron Jones, too. But I respect it. I like it. I think wide receivers, you can easily grab elite talent right there, and you know they're going to be good guys. So um, if you have one of the later picks, like 10 through 12, do you consider going zero running back there and stacking two of the top five wide receivers? No shot. No, yeah. no shot back, of my That's a that. thing of the past. You can't. Your starting running back will be like uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah, it There's won't be plenty cute, of though. receivers to go around. Yeah, if you're doing that, you really have to hit on the running backs later in the draft. Number one, you're probably hoping for someone to fall, but number two, you're hoping for a guy like Chase Edmonds to somehow evolve into a top 10 guy or like Kareem Hunt to finish top 10 if Nick Chubb goes down or something like that. Um, I think that's like, the only way that wide receiver, wide receiver strategy. Really and like last out. year, there were some good running rookie running backs like Gibson or Jonathan Taylor where like you get them later on, just bank on because we don't know anything about the bank on them being – good and they ended up being good for those who did that strategy but this year there aren't really any like etn is in a risky or a bug situation with james robinson and uh, i can't really think of anybody outside yeah Uh, well i mean like other rookie running backs yeah uh, there's no one like that has that potential like there were last year yeah the only one is nachi harris and he's gone way before the third round there so He's probably at the latest, he's going early third. He's not falling back to anyone at that next turn Damn there. So, no. yeah, I think it's definitely one wide receiver in those first two picks for me in most drafts, unless there's two elite running backs there. Um, but I don't think wide receiver, wide receiver is viable. All right, yeah. let's get into our ranks. Let's start with the number one slot. Who do you think should be the clear cut number one wide receiver in fantasy right now? That's a hard There day. is no clear cut. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's no clear cut this year. Last year we no were all in on cut. Michael Thomas. Who would this be? year? That's a little bit. A little. I think bit, we uh, need to rewatch that podcast. I feel like I wasn't that high on. I no, I was. Not. I remember my hot takes were that he was going <clears> to <throat> finish below like eighty catches, which he may have, but that's because he was hurt and yeah, it wasn't. That's all injury. You got lucky. But uh, yeah, there's no clear cut. I do like Adams over Tyreek Hill by a little more than a little. So a a lot. (laughs) (laughs) A little more than a little. Yeah, I'm with you. I actually have Adams over Tyreek as well. I think we're splitting hairs between those two. I think for me, it's those two are definitely the top two guys. Um, 
Tyreek Hill obviously has Mahomes thrown to him. Devontae Adams has Aaron Rodgers thrown to him. Well, I, actually, I don't think he could go wrong with either I one. I have Tyreek Hill at four. What? So, not even what? number two. I'm just very low in this whole Chiefs offense. He's been hating on the Chiefs all preseason, which makes no sense. Like, <laughs> He's just predicting some downfall. World. Let him. All right. The one day I want to love DeAndre Hopkins, Matt won't side with me. Because that's a like. How can you hate the Chiefs' offense? That makes no sense. I don't hate it. I'm just you do hate it though. They're on the they're on the downfall, and it's I don't care if it's Mahomes' fourth year. How are they on the downfall? <laughs> All because of Kelsey <laughs> on you. It hasn't even started yet. Just because Kelsey's like 31. Yeah, yeah. The Headline whole time. They, were they were all elite last year. I ride the Kelsey narrative Except for, for all players. All right, dude. What is your what is your top five overall then? So who do you have ahead of Tyree Kill? Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins. All right. So then you're rounding out your top five with Calvin Ridley, I assume. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, I have a real. I have pretty similar. Obviously, I'm higher on Tyreek than Q, but I also have I have D Hop at three, Diggs at four, and then um, Calvin Ridley at five. Do you guys, what do you got for your top five there? Uh, at one, I think I'm the only one that has Tyreek, but unlike you do too, I didn't think that from you, but. All right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the best offense in the league. I don't know what Q's talking about. Yeah, he's um, fried. Is it? He's really still drunk is. from the weekend. Yeah, dude, you need to <laughs> grow up. <laughs> grow. grow up or grow up? <laughs> Whichever, probably probably both. both. You probably need Definitely both. both. Uh, number two, I got Devontae Adams just because you don't, you don't really need Let's to explain that. Monster. Uh, I got D-Hop at three just because, in my opinion, he's the best receiver in the league. Maybe not for fantasy, but he's the best receiver in the league. Four, I got Diggs. We saw what he did last year. And five, I got I got this man. Calvin Ridley. Volume, 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 volume for Calvin Ridley. Yeah, especially with Julio going, he's gonna he's gonna have to eat. Yeah. He's gonna feast. I'm with you with D Hop being the best wide receiver. I wouldn't be shocked if he's the one that uh takes that number one spot this year either. All right, Matt, finish us off with your top five. What do you got? All right. I'm right there with uh, T Gods at the top of the list. I got Tyreek, Adams, D Hop. Digs, and this is where it gets a little a little tricky and number five i think is dk metcalf oh mr no hands i respect it <laughs> binky bowl, He's binky binky. bowl. You'll, you'll see this year i mean i don't think tyler lockett's going to be nearly as involved in this offense as he was last year i mean we saw him have a good year of like overall but majority of those points came in like three or four games. Uh, I think DK is going to be the clear cut number one on this team this year. Like we've mentioned in previous podcasts, there's really no sign of Russell Wilson slowing down. He just has his little ups and downs throughout the season as we all come to uh, know. But yeah, I see no reason why DK can't finish into the top five. All right. That leads right into our discrepancies here because I have DK at nine so we're going to go through a couple different wide receivers where we have pretty big gaps and where we rank them um so the first one here obviously matches kind of led right into it he's got dk metcalf at five he believes in him i got him at nine i am a little bit worried i do still think tyler lockett's going to be involved um and i don't think i think dk metcalf compared to the guys i have ahead of him um has less has a uh, more competition compared to guys like deandre hopkins Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. Those guys are all kind of the clear-cut wide receiver on their team. They're going to get that volume and Calvin Ridley, uh, whereas T.K. Metcalf still has to compete with a relative, 
most likely top 20, 25 wide receiver. And DK should be the clear cut receiver on this team, but Tyler Lockett is talented. I mean, you guys are talking about target share, but you're forgetting Kelsey's still on the Chiefs. I mean, Kyle Pitts, new lead in Atlanta. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's not as much clear cut going on as we think, but there's only one way to find out. Yeah, Kelsey obviously does, but I still think that Kelsey and Tyreek Hill could both finish number one. That offense is a step above the Seahawks. Yeah, uh, steps above. We'll see Kyle Pitts. But. And the Seahawks like to run. Throw that in there. They do. They do like to run. You're right. All right, let's move on to the next guy here, Terry McLaurin. Apparently, I'm crazy uh, looking at all of our ranks. It looks like all three of you guys have Terry McLaurin at 11, right below his ADP of wide receiver 10. Uh, so I guess I'll have to defend him here at wide receiver 8. Terry McLaurin, I think he takes a step up with arguably one of the best quarterbacks he's played with in his career, Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, after catching passes from a combination of Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, and Kyle Allen last year. Um, with like a one game of Taylor Heineke too. I do think Fitzpatrick's going to be able to move the ball downfield a little bit more. Uh, we've seen him in the past force feed his number one option. Um, I think Terry McLaurin's going to get a ton of volume. And I know they did add Curtis Samuel, which might take a little bit away. I still don't think that's going to be enough to shut out Terry McLaurin. I think he's going to be the guy on that squad. That's why I'm a little bit higher than ADP. Who's your nine and 10? Uh, so I have DK Metcalf at oh, nine, right. as I already mentioned. And I got A.J. Brown at 10. Oh, my God. I rewrite that list. Uh, A.J. Brown's at 10 just because they still have Julio. I believe I, in Julio. I think Julio I, might no. finish ahead of A.J. Brown. Oh, no, that's not I love Julio. He's not finishing above A.J. Brown. But I do like your take on Fitzpatrick making receivers. We saw Deep Park, Devontae Parker last year did really well when it was Fitzpatrick and not Tua. Top 10 in front of D.K. is wild and – uh no <laughs> aj brown i could easily see it yeah, happening. aj brown no i could easily see it happening i like terry mcclarn a lot this year but we'll see we'll see we yes i'm a I, I am the crazy one i'm the, I'm the oddball out here so right, there's not much on. to argue because we were kind of close but we just all had the yeah, same number. we all had him ranked 11 then you had him just a couple spots higher yeah i had to defend my guy there all right, let's get into the next one. T-Gods has some – actually, I think me and Q more have some explaining to do looking at the ADP. We've got C.D. Lamb. He's currently being drafted as wide receiver 12, 34th overall. Uh, T-Gods has him right at 12. Q and I have him at 20 and 21. T-Gods, why do you love Lamb so much to start us off? Don't you guys know this already? Yeah, we do. <laughs> do I, I really think everyone need to explain knows. it again? The offense I mean, is elite. If you don't want to. Coop is – he's going to get hurt. He's going to miss games. We know that. He always does. Uh, CD is, he's just better. He's younger. He's more reliable. CD Lamb, he'll show you why. I'm telling you, just trust me. Goat. My uh, my argument mainly is because these rankings aren't as updated as they should be. If I could update them, I would put him at fifth, sixteen behind Cooper at fourteen and Julio at fifteen. So he'd be at sixteen. I do. I think I think he's the truth this year. I think he's I don't know about top twelve, but he's gonna be and I don't think he's gonna be better than Cooper either. If Cooper plays the whole season, we've talked about the last pod on the NFC East. Cooper was the best receiver in the league through the, the six weeks that Dak played. Um 
And also, let's let's not call him the best offense in the league. I maybe best fantasy offense in He's, the league. But. Whoa! He, all he said was that offense is elite. Oh, that yeah, elite fantasy offense. So elite slow offense your in general. I think that offense is elite in general. It is was a it great elite? offensive line. Or is that yes. defense just elite like shit? Yeah, the <laughs> defense is bad, but the offense is still good. It also just helps for fantasy. But uh, just to defend my CD Lamb at twenty here, um, I a big believer in Amari Cooper. I still think he's going to be the number one guy there. Last year, he was the number one wide receiver in fantasy in general before Dak went down. Um, he was feasting. And to T-God's point, missing games. He's only missed three career games. Uh, the way that's true. Big facts. That There's no way that that's true. Point. I don't believe that. He left the games. He might have started those he games. Leaves, he's left he, games. He just he's, leaves games. <laughs> in terms of games started, he might have missed like five or six where he played but didn't start. Like he kind of went in and out. But and overall, he has not missed that many games in his career. Amari Cooper is um, – he's been a healthy guy. He was Dak's number one last year. I do think C.D. Lamb is super talented. I do think he could easily squeak into that top 15, and it could be like a one guy or the other every single week. But I still just like Amari Cooper a little bit more. That's why I have C.D. Lamb a little bit lower there. Amari Cooper, also known as Mr. Irish Goodbye. He's good at giving the Irish – leaving early – no one knows. He just leaves the game early. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm going back. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the Los Angeles Rams. Robert Woods, Bobby Backwoods, Matt's favorite guy here. Uh, he's currently going ADP wide receiver 14, 39th overall. Matt, you got him at 12. T-Gods and I got him at 13. Q, you got him at 16. So, Matt, you can start us off why you're so high on Bobby. Mainly because of that QB upgrade he got during this offseason. I mean, from him going from Jared Goff last year and having a top 13 wide receiver season in terms of fantasy, I mean, I don't see why he can't exceed that with Matthew, with Matthew Stafford. Uh, Staff is light years better than Jared Goff. I mean, Goff was turnover prone like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, him still having Cooper Cup on the other side just only helps him. They feed off of each other so well. None of them, neither of them can really get double coverage because if you do that, the other one's going to come right back and bite you in the ass. So, I mean, I just like Woods a lot. Last year, he um, upped his touchdowns to six. Previous year, I believe he had two. And I don't see why he can't finish with even more than that this year. Yeah, I agree. You, you're a little bit lower on him. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I just, I think Goff was like a safer quarterback, and and Woods was the guy that he could just dump it off to, hand it off to. And it's weird because I'm hating on Woods because I had him one year. He was like my wide receiver one. He was so good. Shh, don't remind me. <laughs> I traded you him that year for like Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yeah, don't remind or me. Phillip Rivers, or Philip Rivers, or Philip Rivers. Oh, but- it's definitely Phil. Definitely, Phil. Uh, he saw the I don't ten, remember what wide receiver I got. But ten forget lowest that. in air yards last year. For what that's worth, I mean, he has Matthew Stafford now, who's beyond better than Jared Goff will ever be. So maybe I'm just uh, biased towards the hating side. I don't want him to be as good as he may actually be. But I am taking him over Cooper Cup, that's for sure. Yeah, you're not that much lower on him. You got him at 16, so you're just a little bit lower than us. Yeah. So you don't hate him, but he's not he your guy like Matt. Take. 
love Bobby backwards. All right, let's get into Julio Jones. As I already mentioned, I'm really high on Julio Jones. Best in the league. His ADP is wide receiver 15, 41st overall. I got him at 12. Q's got him at 15. Matt, 18. T got 19. So I'll start us off here with Julio. I still love Julio Jones this year, even though he's moved on to Tennessee. Obviously, I liked him a little bit more in Atlanta with Matt Ryan. That duo has been together for so long. Um, but I still think Dan Hill is going to sling him the ball. I do like A.J. Brown. I do think both of them, like similar to Cooper and C.D. Lamb, it's going to be one or the other every week. Um, obviously, if Derek Henry's not feasting already by that point. Uh, I think one of them is probably going to be a wide receiver one, if not both. I think both could easily finish top 12. I have Julio at 12. I really like Julio's, obviously. I mean, what else do I have to say about Julio Jones? What he's That's done for his league. entire career. As long as Julio Jones is on the field, he's going to feast. I'm taking him as a low-end wide receiver one at the worst high-end wide receiver two. We talk about how much we love Julio in Atlanta, but like the touchdowns were lacking, which is what what has been like the big down part on his career. So I think in Tennessee where there's no like good tight end, I guess you can say, Henry, as long as they're not on the one-yard line, they'll be throwing the ball. And hey, J. Brown, as good as he is, I still think they'd go to Julio, who's like a red zone Throw back of the corner of the end zone target. Just throw him a fade. He'll go get it. Not against Jalen Mills, though. But my biggest concern with Julio Jones is definitely last year we saw it. He was just missing games left and right. Couldn't seem to stay healthy for the life of him. I mean, he is getting up there in age, so I don't know how well his legs are going to be underneath him again this year. But, I mean, we know – Julio Jones' talent level, like Q kept on saying, one of the best in the league. I'm not saying the he best. is the best because he's <laughs> not. Um, Top five. But I just think, like, his availability drops him a few spots for me because if he was guaranteed to be healthy and he was healthy last year, I mean, no reason why you wouldn't have him inside the top 12. Yeah. You guys are a little lower on him too. You should just kind of agreeing with Matt there. Yeah, I'll add um... – I think that this is a team that's going to be up in a lot of games. I don't see them playing from behind a lot. And that's just – that's Derrick Henry. That's that's not Julio. So, I mean, I don't know. I just like A.J. Brown a lot. I think he's elite. I think he's, he's – obviously, I think he's going to finish over Julio. But I don't know. I just don't think they're going to be playing from behind. I don't think – I don't. I, maybe if Julio can get some more touchdowns, then I'll show him a little bit more respect. But he's just sure. old and – Beaten up. Their defense <laughs> is not good, so they might not be leading yeah, they a could lot be of in games. shootouts. Like, yeah. It's possible. Their defense oh, is all right. It's not it's not awful, but it's not good. Like middle of the pack. Yeah. They're like, like the NFL they're like the defense. Nets, the Nets of the NFL. Great offense. Probably gonna be one of the best offenses in the league, but defense is just what's gonna be their and the downfall. stars are always hurt. Yeah. Well, at least AJ, AJ and Julio. <laughs> I yeah, guess Derek. you can call him Kyrie and James Harden, <laughs> but right. a little more sane. All right, let's move on to the other side of the Rams wide receivers. Uh, I know we already talked about uh, Robert Woods, but let's talk about Cooper Cup as well. Um, his ADP is wide receiver 19, 49th overall. I got him at 19. Matt and you guys got him at 20, so we're all right there with the ADP. Q's a little bit lower again here with uh, Cooper Cup at 24. Um, Explain yourself. Explain yourself. Nine games under 10 points. Ooh, and that's a good point. And that about point. five or six <laughs> under five points. Now, Jared Goff, obviously, again, not Matthew Stafford. 
And this offense should be where it's like Robert Woods or Cooper Cup are the ones, or maybe even both of them, because we've seen that also. But uh, I'm just, I guess I'm basing it off of what last season showed me. But Matthew Stafford is a guy who's going to air the ball out. And Cooper Cup, I think on Robert Woods could be a deep threat, but Cooper Cup, we've seen him on the deep throws. Uh, I think out of eight, there's like eight deep targets he had last year. Only one of them were actually caught. So that's more on Jared Goff's side. So as long as he can get those deep throws, and we know that Matthew Stafford is the guy that's going to ball out, just air it out as far as he can. I think, I think he could finish better than where he is. But he is still drunk from this weekend. I am. I just spilled I something everywhere. That. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Anyways, yeah, I do. I I can hear where you're coming from a little bit. Those those stats from last year do scare me a little bit. I do think Matthew Stafford. Helps just balance his offense out. So, you guys, what do you got? Dude, you said nine games under 10 points or something. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. No, I think that was just standard. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. I'm pretty, <laughs> no, sure, that, I'm pretty sure that was in standard. That makes sense. Just, just to makes... clear that up. I don't want anyone thinking Cooper Cup sucks. He doesn't suck. All right. Well, if you, yeah. Yeah. He, he still had four suck. games under 10. So, I can. It's a lot better than nine. A lot better. A lot, than nine, a lot better. Than nine, nine was terrifying. Nine there, was like, was, oh, that's nine bad. Was like, there's no way. I mean, I had to check that. There's for the standard guys who who don't. Yeah, grow up. Play well, PPR. Not that. Well, at least half. There might be some fans that like standard, but now they should don't draft Cooper Cup in standard. See, I just threw that yeah, out there. Don't. Do <laughs> yourself and everyone. All right, let's move on to the other half of the Seahawks wide receivers. We talked about DK, um, Tyler Lockett. T-God's super high on Tyler Lockett at wide receiver 17. Matt, super low on Tyler Lockett, 27. T right there with him with 26. I'm smack dab in the middle at 21, one spot below ADP. Uh, I'll let you guys take this one here with Tyler Lockett. I gave my spiel on Tyler Lockett before. If you missed it, go back and find it because I'm not doing it again. (laughs) I mean, I kind of touched on him when I brought up DK top five, but I don't – like I said, he was – the definition of boomer bust last year. So, I mean, unless he solidifies his role as a wide receiver too, because he damn sure ain't the wide receiver one there anymore. Uh, I just don't see him having the type of year he did last year. I see him being more of like a flex option, like a low-end wide receiver two flex option, more than like a high-end wide receiver two where he was last year. I was just kidding. I'm going to talk about Tyler Lockett later. All right, you guys will talk about Tyler Lockett Was a little it more expected? Later. The guy that loves Ty- the DK Metcalf the most out of all of us and the one, of course, I he's the, the lowest on DK. Makes <laughs> sense. I mean, lowest on Lockett, not lowest on DK. Um, that's why I'm higher on Lockett a little bit too. It all makes sense. At least we have somewhat of a brain here. All mm-hmm. comes 360. Can I just say I- I'm so glad we're not talking about the Steelers wide receivers? Yeah, thank God. We well, avoided that. I will say... If we're just going to oh, go back God. on week There one, is one. I missed Deontay it. Johnson made a crazy play. No, I play. don't want to talk about him, please. <laughs> I'm just saying, Deontay we'll Johnson, Claypool he has my eyes. <laughs> they got it. They had to make a, a, a drop in here. We talk about him every week during the season. So, yeah, And right. them and the Browns. Of Browns course. wide receivers. All right, let's, let's move on to the Bengals. We might be talking about them a lot this year. Jamar Chase, uh, his ADP is wide receiver 24. Q, you're the highest on him at 23. Matt, the lowest at 30. Uh, where does this discrepancy go with you guys? Me and T-Gods are in the middle here. A.J. Green saw at least five targets a game last year. He's gone. 
So what makes you think that they're not going to target target uh, Jamar Chase at least five or more times with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins also on the field? And I think he probably is the best receiver out of the two or the three. So he's may not I, – I haven't ranked as the best rookie receiver, but I don't think he'll finish as the best rookie receiver, which I've said before is going to be – Devonta, Devonta Smith. Smith with Jim Jeff with Justin Jefferson numbers. We've heard yeah. <laughs> or T. Higgins numbers. That's Either bonkers. way, elite. Yeah. I respect T. It. Higgins numbers. Elite. Main reason why I am the lowest on Jamar Chase. Uh Tyler Boyd's still there. Like I just said, T. Higgins. Uh I mean, I get it. He is coming back to his college quarterback. Chemistry's fake. I, I just don't see all the hype in that. I mean, the NFL is so different than college. Who knows if what they did in college would even translate well into the NFL. So I just think that the NFL plays it much smarter. They just go with the guys who are clearly better, who they put in a better, better position to win games. And I just see that being – I think Jamar Chase will end up being the wide receiver two on this team, but I – think T. Higgins is clear wide receiver one. Mm. I mean, we saw it last year. He had sort of a breakout year. Nothing against Jamar Chase. There's just other names there that I like more and other people that I have ahead of him that I like more as well, who are more the clear-cut go-to guy on their team. He was picked fifth overall over a lineman that probably would protect their franchise quarterback. So they obviously have some storyline. No, no. Yeah, the storyline of their number one overall pick dying. They rather take that risk of their storyline than whatever. Whatever. They, J- Jamar, what are you saying? You? I don't they even will. know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Jamar Chase. Spill that. How is it already full again? I'm fast. She was a wild. I, didn't, I have no idea how he poured something. And I'm still mopping. <laughs> And he's mopping somehow. All right. Very Anyways, Jamar Chase, I'm in the middle here with T-Gods. I got him at 26. I'm still flip-flopping back and forth with him and T-Higgins. Um, I'll probably have that finalized as we get closer to the season. But I do like Jamar Chase's talent a lot, and I do like the connection he had with Burrow. Whether chemistry is real or not, you like to throw to guys that you've already had chemistry with. So I know I mean, he's got chemistry with all of them, but I do think having that feel back from college – definitely has somewhat of an impact coming out of college him and t higgins were like apparently uh being prospect or they were being looked at as the same type of uh wide receiver so like when t higgins was coming into the draft he was looked at as like a jamar chase maybe i don't know if that's real but also (laughs) who is the bengals tight end cj uzumo i mean that's why i didn't even try and mention this and why didn't we even talk about joe mixon yet just talk about wide receivers yeah but you're gonna say joe mixon take targets not, Joe not, Mix- not mentioning Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon right will now. take targets, though. You're mentioning no, him now. Now Q's the Joe Mixon guy. I'm just trying everybody, to make everybody everybody happy. I'm trying to make everyone happy. All right, let's move on from the Bengals. <laughs> move on to DJ Chark. He's currently being drafted wide receiver 35, 85th overall. I'm the highest of 30. T-Gods is the lowest at 41. <laughs> so let's get into this a little bit. T-Gods, you want to start or you want me to start sure. talking? No, no, no. I'll start. Um. I am a believer in Marvin Jones. I don't think he's done. I think he's still got at least two great seasons ahead because they signed him for two years. They didn't pay him $7 million to be a mentor. Exactly. Well, some of that, like maybe like half a mil is to be a mentor. But <laughs> uh, DJ Chark, I got this from, from a TikTok. It's facts, though. I checked it. 
DJ Chark in the past two years only has four games as a top twenty-four wide receiver. Where's the hype coming from? I don't get it. I don't. I don't see where the hype is coming from. Hey, I I can hear where you're coming from with that. Um, I think obviously top twenty-four wide receiver is it does make sense. Like some weeks he is the biggest boom guy. Those four games he's had some big games over the past couple seasons. Um, he really didn't break out until 2019 uh, when he kind of came out of a shell there with Nick Foles, Gardner Minshew. He was starting to catch some longer that passes. That should say something. That should say something. He had those guys at quarterback. Yeah. He had those guys at quarterback. I like Trevor Lawrence this year. I do think he takes DJ Chark a step up from where he was. Um, that's why I have him a little bit higher than ADP, as well as um, – in general, he does usually have a pretty solid floor. Um, although he's not finishing top 24, he is still getting you that 10 to 12 points a week you're looking for uh, with that upside of getting having those four of the last, whatever, four games with <laughs> as a top 24 wide receiver. Um, in those four games, though, he was pretty high up, more close to top 10 than top 24. Uh, so he does have some boom potential. I like DJ Chark. He's one of my favorite targets for a flex. I'll talk about him a little bit more as well later. And you also you also think uh, they didn't draft Trevor Lawrence to run the ball. He's always going to be throwing it to, and he only has he's going to be throwing it, and he only has a couple other options: Marvin Jones and Lavisca Chenault, who are good options. But they want DJ Tark to be the wide receiver one. Yeah, I guess that's the the boom and the risk that you take. You just hope that he can be that. Yep, exactly. I think I think he can be that. Last year, obviously, was a down year for him. He was kind of banged up. Quarterback play was inconsistent. So I think that's kind of one I'm writing off and believing still that 2019 DJ Chark is going to come back and be a nice, solid flex option. Do you remember the one quarterback they had one week or one or two weeks? I forget. None of us could, like, Luton pronounce. or whatever? Yeah, Luton. Jake Luton. Yeah. Mutton Luton. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but... I don't remember exactly how good he was. He had like that one game where he kind of looked good, but whatever. All right. DJ Chark, I like him. Draft him. T-Gods disagrees. Don't draft him if you like T-Gods. Well, that's that's a bold statement, but you know what I mean. All right, let's move on. Back to the Bengals. Tyler Boyd. Is um, Sean drunk? <laughs> I might be. No, I'm just kidding. All soda. Back to the Bengals. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Tyler Boyd. He's currently being drafted as wide receiver 37, 91st overall. Q loves this Bengals offense, has yeah. Tyler Boyd at wide receiver 29. <laughs> I got him at 39. I'm the lowest. So Q, well, I want to know why you're, you're the lowest first. Let's All right. I'll let up. you know why I'm the lowest. I think he's the odd man out in this offense. I don't think I'm that much lower on ADP. Um, I'm a couple spots below it, but still Tyler Boyd's not someone I'm really targeting as a flex this year. He's more of a wide receiver four. I do think he's going to get some volume, but I think the touchdowns aren't going to be there that often with T Higgins on one side, Jamar Chase on the other. And like you wanted me to mention, Joe Mixon coming out of the backfield and running touchdowns in too. Um, so I think Tyler Boyd ends up being the third option out of these wide receivers. And I don't think the third option on this Bengals offense is going to have wide receiver two flex value. I think he's going to be more of a wide receiver four that you plug in week in, week out as like a bi-week filling kind of guy. Well, you're kind of hoping that Joe Burrow throws as much as he did last year. They may have been very unhealthy that he was throwing that much each week, but uh, all through him, so Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, and Tegan's also at least 100, 100 targets. So, as long as he's catching them, he could finish top 35. Uh, I haven't not, I haven't ahead of that, but 
Yeah, he's, he's going to be the third option, but he's not going to be a bad third option in general. I think there's a lot of better play, or he's a lot, he's better than a lot of other players that you could pick. It's just you're scared because Jamar Chase and how good we've seen, or how, how much we've seen from T Higgins, T Higgins to uh, take a lot of those targets as well. But I think there's still potential there because when it wasn't T Higgins, Tyler Boyd was a breakout star. Yeah. Tyler Boyd definitely still has talent. I just think personally he's the out man out, but it could be any one of the three. So we shall see. Maybe all three of them are top 30, like Jeep says. All right, let's move on to Debo Samuel. This one may get a little heated here between myself and T-Gods. <laughs> the biggest discrepancy that we have. T-Gods actually isn't the craziest here compared to ADP. He's currently going wide receiver 38. He's got him at 40. Um, Matt and I have him in the top 30. I have him at 25. Matt's yeah, that's got him at crazy. 28. Jim's got him at 34. So we're all kind of all over the place here. I guess I'll start us off because I am way above ADP. I still think Debo Samuel is a rock-solid wide receiver when he's healthy. Obviously, the only thing that scares you about Debo Samuel this, is this year is his health. If Debo Samuel's on the field, um, he's going to be a solid wide receiver. They use him in so many different ways, especially coming out of the backfield um, as like a wide receiver. He gets a ton of targets out of the backfield in those weird kind of handoff plays. Um, and he really came on strong in the second half of 2019. Obviously, he got, kind of had a banged up season in 2018. But even when he was on the field, he was still getting targets, still getting some volume. So obviously, Ayuk is there now. Ayuk's going to take away some of that volume. But I think he's going to be um, still, if not the number one, splitting with Ayuk. I have Ayuk a little bit higher at 23. I got Debo right behind him at 25. I think both of them could easily have potential to be low-end wide receiver two, high-end flex options. I think Devo is just stuck in the in the flex realm. Nah, you'll see. There's plenty of targets to go around. Depending on quarterback play, I mean, we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo get it done in the past. So even if he comes out starting the first couple of weeks, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to hear mm-hmm. T-Gods talk about him, just go back. <laughs> go back to the NFC West. Hurt, 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 hurt. Yeah. Injuries, obviously the biggest concern. Um, I'm drafting him in mindset of I really like this guy, like his talent, and I believe in it, and I don't think the injuries are going to continue. Similar to, as I mentioned in the past, Keenan Allen, freak injuries for a couple of seasons. and then, yeah. I didn't like um, that comparison. I don't know. Going all the way back 2015, Sean. Right, right. All the way back 2015, every season. It's okay. Every season. Okay. Leg, 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 leg. It's okay. All right. leg. It's not He's a ready leg. This year. He's ready this year. All right, let's move on. Had enough, get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the guy I'm repping today. Jarvis of course. Landry. Just of course. Just Cleveland. 80. You could see it. Whatever. Um, obviously, I'm the highest in Jarvis Landry, as I always am. But I'm, I've, I've come down to earth a little bit here. I have him as wide receiver 33. Uh, Matt, you're the lowest at wide receiver 43. Uh, his ADP's wide receiver 41. Matt, why do you hate Jarvis, man? Uh, I'm surprised that you said that. First of all, sucks. Matt, his I'm surprised that you, uh, I'm surprised that you had him that low, knowing that there's a risk of being kicked off the podcast with the host being. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm walking on thin ice right now. So <laughs> let me not say anything too hurtful about Jar, but. I mean, so I'm going to start off by saying this quarterback sucks. It's not really mo- mainly jar, but I mean, even when um, we saw OBJ go out last year, jar really wasn't 
all that we expected him to be. I mean, we kind of expected him to hop right into the wide receiver one role there and produce off of it. And we didn't see too much of that from what I recall. I don't have like exact numbers or anything. So I'm going based off memory, which who knows how good that is anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And OBJ's back. So, I mean, he is clear cut their featured wide receiver in Cleveland and they love running the ball. They have two of the best running backs in the game. So I don't know how much they're going to be depending on Baker to throw the ball because I'm sure that they're well aware of his woes as well. So I'm just kind of shying away from Jarv this year. Do you guys Sorry. Sorry, clear Sean. cut? Clear cut. Make sure you have that definition somewhere so the fans know because that's been used a lot today. Clear cut. All right. But the one, yeah. the, the one positive that I had written down for Jarv is that he's one of seven wide receivers in the last five or six years to finish top 24. Not, and you, you can probably think of the names that are with him. Jarv, or not, yeah, Jarv. Julio, <laughs> Julio, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, and Amari Cooper. So he could finish. He has top 24 potential yearly, I guess. But that's got to be an only PPR, right? There's yeah. no way that's in standard. Yeah, no way. Yeah. If it's in standard, I don't even know if I even want Jarv. Well, I guess because I made that standard stat earlier that we should now start uh, specifying yeah. <laughs> when we're Our talking. Our league is now going to standard. 99% of the time we're talking about PPR. Yeah. Just to, uh, to defend Jarv. I here. am 100% talking about but, PPR But there's been so many weeks time. last year or just because for Sean's sake, I hope that Jarv booms. But you just – you can't have big expectations for him. You just have to hope for something simple, like some eight points. eight catches for like forty eight yards. Yeah, maybe a touchdown. Maybe. Why was he not top ten? Well, maybe he OBJ gets a out. punt return touchdown <laughs> with OBJ. I think OBJ being on the field helps Jarv. In twenty nineteen, when OBJ was on the field with Jarv, Jarv was wide receiver twelve that year. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receiver Holy and smokes, and uh, he was never lower than eighteen aside from his rookie year until last year. Obviously, I'm not as high as 12 or 18. I have him at wide receiver 33, which is higher than ADP. Um, I still think he's an elite wide receiver in the NFL, maybe not at the tier of uh, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, but in that next like echelon of wide receivers, I think he's right there with OBJ at this point in their careers. Um, OBJ obviously is going to help take away some of that, that, those, that pressure from double teams and whatnot, and Jarvis Landry is going to be able to get open a little bit more. Um, and last year, there were a couple of games where it was just super weird game script. I think they had like three games in a row with just horrible wind. weather, wind, thunderstorms, whatnot, kind of threw him out of it. Um, he was a little bit banged up here or there, um, but he's one that doesn't really miss games. So Jarvis Landry, I'm back in on him. He's definitely a flex target for me more than a wide receiver for like he's being drafted as. If he stayed on Miami, like if that was a choice for him, I think he would be in like the Keenan Allen type tier. I think he'd be Keenan Allen material if he were to stay in Miami, if he were still in Miami. But just it's just Baker. I don't know. Jarvis Baker, was like Baker top, does impact his offense, but it's Jarv, also a run first offense. Jarvis so saying that hurts like him a top, little bit. Too. Top of the top when he was in Miami. Maybe yeah, that's he, where you fell in love with him. Well, yeah, he was super solid in Miami also. But even in his first couple of years with the Browns, he was also really good. So I think just last year was more of an anomaly than than anything. I still think he has top twenty five upside but I'm drafting him more of as a flex option this year, personally. At least you're somewhat reasonable now. All right, let's keep this thing rolling here. Uh, Chase Claypool is the next one. ADP wide receiver 27, 68th overall. T-God, you got him at 28. Q, you got him at 35. Q, why are you so low on Claypool? 
Actually, I got him at 35 too. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. So you, you are you you so low on Claypool. Hmm? I'm low on this whole offense. Claypool's the third guy still, in my opinion. Not low on the offense, but low on all three wide receivers being a three headed monster. I'm a little bit lower on Deontay than ADP. Um, I have Juju slightly ahead of Claypool. I still think Juju's going to be uh, super involved in this offense. So I think Claypool is going to be more of a boomer, bluss, boomer, boomer bust boomer flex bluss. option. <laughs> Uh, he can catch those deep passes as we've seen, but I don't think he's going to get the consistent volume that you want. That's why I got him a little bit lower. I think like he just had a couple of good performances that put him inside the top 20 as a wide well, yeah, receiver. He scored four touchdowns against us. So that like insane. And then we were all high on him. Maybe he had like a good next week or so, but he's been post he's wide receiver three, 50% of the time or 50% of the games that he's played last year. So I wish he was above Juju because I'm not a big fan of Juju. Uh, and Deontay, as long as he's fixing the drop option, he's top 15. So I think a majority of his stats and hype came from that Eagles game where he had three touchdowns or what was it, four touchdowns? Yeah, four touchdowns. Yeah, he also had some touchdowns. big plays in other games where like long touchdowns. So, But they were so like like spread out. So there was never like, like a train of hype. It was just this, then dead, then a little – sprinkle there of some of a good game and whatnot i don't know but that i i don't know i want to like him more i want to like him more but with ben rodsberg as well being so old uh i don't know i think they're also gonna be leaning towards the run a lot more with Najee harris being some guy someone that could be like the next Le'Veon bell in that offense or the star yeah i agree i just think there's so many mouths to feed and i still think he's kind of the third deep shot option that's why i'm lower but Matt and T gods are also lower than ADP, so we're all not super high on Chase. Clay he has upside year. though. Nope. Obviously upside. Boomer bust. I, like him. Yeah, I do like him over Juju TikToks. though. I will add that I like him over Juju. Respect Sorry, it. but I, I do. I have Respect him over Juju. It. Good. Proud of you. All right, let's get into today's sponsor, the Thrive Fantasy app for iOS and Android. Thrive Fantasy app is a daily fantasy sports app for player props and sports betting you download the thrive fantasy app today use our promo code super fb that is s-u-p-e-r-f-b you deposit twenty dollars or more you will receive an instant fifty dollar bonus that's seventy dollars to play with preseason's rolling nfl season is right around the corner come on that's money just do it it's just easy it. money just check out just at least download the app look at stuff if you want to deposit money use the code check it out worth a shot all right, only a couple more segments here before we get to Q's trivia corner. Uh, we'll start with I our studied. Matt was studying. Ooh. Yeah, you. I hope you study this week. All right, favorite wide receiver two and flex wide receiver targets. Q, start us off. Who's your favorite wide receiver two and then flex target? Sean, I know you like this one. DJ Moore is my favorite wide receiver two target this year. Yes. I have him ranked number, should have this written down. I am ranked number 19. Uh, he was one of, th- one of three receivers last year to finish eight games with at least 93 receiving yards when an offense that was very up and down, uh, no Christian McCaffrey and a quarterback that was a little average. It's surprising, but he finished like that stat was him, Diggs, and Calvin Ridley. Um, you hope that the touchdowns are something that improves over the next couple of years, or over this, this season at least, sorry. Of course. Whether it's with Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker because he had a PJ. pretty good Temple alum. Uh, but I think he also sees a huge benefit with Curtis Samuel now being in Washington. He has wide receiver one upside if he finds the end zone. Um, 
because obviously he's putting this, the yards, the yard statistic together, but touchdowns is something that we need to see. Uh, you drafting him as a wide receiver too, but could have wide receiver one upside. Yeah. I like and, him as wide receiver two. I recommend not drafting him as wide receiver one because I did that last year. Him and Matthew Stafford and DJ Moore were two guys where I just remember Sean saying all year, he's oh, going to score or the Panthers are down. Lions are down. Please. They need points. Produce. <laughs> Thank you. Who got a but uh, favorite flex? The guy that I own, so it's a little biased, but uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, injured last year, so we couldn't really see what he was working with in Cleveland. But he averaged at least seven targets in the games he did play, which was about I think eight games. Um, he was on pace for about 100 targets, and the statistic of 32 wide receivers, 24 of them. Uh, who saw that amount finished top 24 and the lowest was wide receiver 38. So OBJ is definitely extremely talented. If he sees that amount of targets again, hopefully Baker's not forcing it. And well, I mean, maybe he, hopefully he does force it. If you're not playing Baker as a quarterback, hopefully it's um, natural though. Yeah. The, the offense is extremely run heavy, but Odell Beckham with his, skill set and if he sees those targets could finish as a top 20 maybe 15 we've seen him be that good before yeah definitely sure. if he get if he sees those targets he'll be the best flex play that you could possibly have i hear you i like obj as well you guys what do you got for us all right my wide receiver two target for this year is going to be little cooper cup i love me some cooper cup uh, ESPN has him at wide receiver 21, and they have Woods at wide receiver 15. But would either of you really be that surprised if it was the other way around? Be a I wouldn't be surprised. Not a exactly. surprised, but not like it's not crazy. It's wouldn't not be crazy. Yeah, it definitely it's happened be before. Crazy. Happened two years ago. It did in 2019. Cooper Cup finished wide receiver four. Robert Woods finished wide receiver 14, <laughs> and he only, crazy, Cup man. only played one more game than Woods that year. We've seen it happen. It can easily happen again. Um, we're all like praising Matthew Stafford, saying that they got a big upgrade in quarterback. Um, so you got to keep that same energy with the receivers too. And they just lost their running back. Their running back one. He's going to be slinging the rock, guaranteed. Slinging easily. the rock. That's what he's used to. That's what he's used to. And my flex. Here it comes. I'm sorry, <laughs> everybody, but it's Tyler Lockett. Yeah, it's Tyler Lockett. He's going wide receiver twenty-five. Now we know he's Mister Inconsistent. That's that's an obvious. Like he had some crazy games last year: nine receptions, hundred yards, three touchdowns; fifteen receptions, two hundred yards, three touchdowns; fourteen receptions, ninety yards, two touchdowns. But he had under five receptions in seven games. That's concerning. That's concerning. <laughs> but if your flex that you took in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. And finish as a like a top five overall player for a couple weeks. Like you're super happy about that. He that's you're, e you're automatically winning those weeks. I don't care. You're easily winning those weeks. So I mean, yeah, it's a little boomer bust. It's a little risky, but for where you're getting them and if, and the potential that he has, I'll take the risk on him. I like it. I like it. Thanks. All right, Matt. What do you got for us? All right, I'm back. My uh, favorite wide receiver two target, I'm going to go opposite of T-Gods and take Bobby Backwoods. I love me some Robert Woods. They're both going to be good. Yeah, they are. 
They are. I mean, he finished wide receiver 13 last year. According to Fantasy Pros, his ADP right now is wide receiver 18. So, I mean, you could be getting a potential wide receiver one at the cost of a wide receiver two. I mean, he proved it last year. He finished one spot out of finishing inside the wide receiver one range. Uh, we've been talking about the QB upgrade. One thing that T-Gods did hint on that I was going to bring up was they lost Cam Akers. I mean, who knows how much that they really trust Daryl Henderson to be their number one. Obviously, they didn't show too much trust in him last year when they gave his position away to Cam Akers. So, I mean, I just think that they're going to rely heavily on these receivers, both in the uh, passing game. And I always bring up Robert Woods for his occasional run game usage. <laughs> and I have to. I mean, he had two rushing touchdowns last year, so that's just the cherry yeah. on top. I mean, we talk about Curtis Samuel as with his rushing ability, or like he's had rushing attempts before. I think Robert Woods, like Curtis Samuel, finished so well because of what he was able to do rushing the ball. Robert Woods is just ten times better than that. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna put Robert Woods rushing ability on the same level as Curtis Samuel because he was used as like an actual running back here and there. But he could definitely get you some extra points. Yeah. Uh, and my favorite flex, I got to go Brandon Ayuk. I love this man this year. Uh, yeah, this guy too. Currently, I forget which one he hated. Wide receiver he 26. <laughs> so um, you could be getting a lot of bang for your buck with Brandon Ayuk. His numbers last year, I did a little quick math earlier, put it on a 16 game scale. If he had the same production throughout the 12 games throughout the whole season last year, he would have been with guys like um, Adam Thielen and Mike Evans. So, solid. I mean, yeah. that is very solid. And if you can get a potential high-end wide receiver, too, at flex value, I mean, give me that all day. You're getting them on clearance at that point. I think you want Garoppolo to be the quarterback, though. Just because Justin Fields has yeah, the rushing has the the ability rush. to rush the ball. Trey. Uh, Garoppolo is not looking to run, so he's going to – oh, yeah, Trey, Trey Lance is not looking to uh, – sorry. Garoppolo is not looking to run the ball. Trey Lance has that ability to run the ball. I think uh, – who was their quarterback last year after him? Nick Mullins and – was it just Nick, Nick Mullins? Nick Mullins, yeah, and uh, C.J. Beathard. Nick yeah. Mullins. And Ayuk was a stud with both of them because – they need to throw the ball. They can't run. Yeah. Ayuka Flex is definitely a solid draft pick, no doubt. All right. I got a little notification I do want to I do want to throw out there. Um, oh. The Falcons are 100% vaccinated. That's good. Draft your Falcons. Throwing that out there. Tom Ridley, Kyle Pitts. Uh, Mike Davis, I guess, too. <laughs> Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matty Ice. Whoever else you want. All right. I'll finish this Koo. off here. Young Hoku. Um, <laughs> swing them. Easily. <laughs> All right, wide receiver two, Amari Cooper. He's currently going at wide receiver 17. His ADP has been sliding while C.D. Lambs has been climbing, and that's what I like to see because I still think Amari Cooper is the number one guy on this team. As I mentioned already earlier, number one wide receiver in fantasy before Dak got hurt last year. He had 33 points in two of those four games. He was eating. He's going to eat again. He's still – it's not like he's super old or anything like some of these other wide receivers that we've been fading. Amari Cooper is still young. He's still got a lot of talent left. I don't. I do think C.D. Lamb makes a bigger impact this year, but this offense is going to be throwing a ton. That defense stinks. Amari Cooper is still going to be arguably a wide receiver one upside, definitely a high end wide receiver two for me. And he's falling almost to the mid wide receiver two territory. 
give me Mari Cooper all day, wide receiver two. Um, you think like once he was removed from the pup list that he would maybe go up in ADP or just stay the same? Why is he going down? People are loving CD Lamb hype. It's getting out of control. I'm yeah. bringing it back. Definitely out of it's a little out of control. Take some Amari Cooper. Uh, for flex, give me DJ Chark and talked about him already. ADP wide receiver 35. I get him a little bit higher at wide receiver 30. Trevor Lawrence, upgraded quarterback. Uh, he does have a little bit more competition, like we mentioned with Marvin Jones. I do think Marvin Jones is going to be uh, involved, but I don't think he's going to take away what DJ Chark is going to be able to do. Um, in 2018, no, 2019, DJ Chark was wide receiver 17 on the season. And then last year, injury riddled a little bit, missed a lot of games, finished wide receiver 49. I think he lands somewhere in the middle of that this year. Uh, and that's why I got him at wide receiver 30. I think he's going to be a really solid flex option this year. Do we believe the depth chart of Gardner Minshew being over Trevor Lawrence? No. I didn't but watch that game, so, so I don't know. Gardner Minshew used to feed Chark, too. So. Did Minshew start that game? I don't think so. I don't think he uh, – I don't remember. I didn't watch that game. So That just makes it even, he like, played, crazier. Start. The fact that he's number one, didn't start. The... Yeah, I don't know. Urban Meyer's scaring me a little bit with that team. <laughs> he's making some wild decisions, but we shall see. I still like Chark. All right, before we get to Q's trivia, let's do our rookie wide receivers and bold takes. Start with rookie wide receiver targets. Q, Q, Q. We already talked about Jamar Chase. That's your guy. I, he is. Oh, no. I'm trying to find the fucking. All right, T-Gods. Okay. Wait, I have, I have it. I have it. All right. <laughs> all right so, all right, rookie right. wide receiver. I think he's the guy you want to draft. He has the, uh, I mean, because of Devontae Smith's injury, it gives him a little bit of a risk. But yeah, still a little bit of a risk just because he's in Philly. It's, it's the air. Uh, Jamar <laughs> Chase won fifth overall for a reason. They could have taken the one of the top offensive linemen in the draft to protect their quarterback who just came back from injury. But um, I don't like the chemistry narrative. I think it's fake, but they did play in college together. So he's going to be, I think he's going to be the guy, the target. <laughs> you got to pick a side on that. <laughs> sometimes it's, it's real. Sometimes it's not. You're like bouncing I can give, around. Uh, last year, T. Higgins was wide receiver 11 when Joe Burrow played the eight games that he did. And I think Jamar Chase is better than that. So I think if Joe Burrow can play a whole season, he'll be finishing or he'll be wide receiver 11 or better than that. Obviously, Higgins will be taking some of that production away, which will cap the, uh, the ceiling the upside. Yeah, the upside ceiling of Jamar Chase. Um. But I think he'll have t- plenty of top 12 to 15 finishes weekly if Burrow's going to be throwing the ball, hopefully, as much as he did last year. Um, I don't think that's healthy for his arm. But 60 times a game, that's a lot. <laughs> He's going to need Tommy John surgery. He <laughs> <laughs> can definitely spread it out with that many throws. All right, yeah, T-Gods. I, yeah. Oh, good. All right, Matt, how do you want to do this? Hey, go ahead. I'll chime in when needed. All right. No, no, no. I want, to, I want you to start. Well, we already know right. Q is also on the stream with you. He thinks he's going to he put up Justin Jefferson numbers. But what do you guys got? Uh, we got <laughs> Devontae Smith. I'm going to go with Devontae Smith because he's being drafted into that clear-cut wide receiver one role on his team. I mean, there's not going to be much fight for targets in the wide receiver position in Philadelphia. What do you mean? Uh, we have John Hightower. <laughs> we have J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Quez Watkins? The biggest got some competition hype. is going to be like Jalen Ritz and Rager Goddard. and Travis. No, just exactly. Well, Ertz and Goddard. I'm, that's I'm it. I think yeah, the, the competition is the tight ends. All right. 
Yeah. There is no competition at wide receiver. There isn't. There is none. That's what I'm saying. All you got to do is worry about the tight ends. But Devontae Smith is going to get his for sure. The volume does not scare me. I'm sure he's going to be able to produce off of it. Key guys, how many touchdowns did he have last year in college? Let's see. Last year in college, he had 117 receptions, 1,856 yards, 23 touchdowns. Oh, okay. 23 touchdowns. Broke like nearly almost every single receiving record that there is to ever break. So, I mean, I have all the faith in the world as a Philadelphia Eagles fan and as a fantasy player in Devontae Smith. Yep. I just, just... want to say those numbers, if, you know, we're doing that little thing again, where if that was in the NFL and he played 16 games, not 17, <laughs> not 17, 16 games with that pace, that's 144 receptions, 2,284 yards, and 28 touchdowns. Yeah, college is no, definitely. I'm not going to say. Yeah, I'm not going to say. He's I mean, do but he was playing on. He's going to be nice. He was playing in a good conference, so like he wasn't playing against a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, he wasn't playing scrubs. Yeah. The SEC is elite, so I do agree with you there. All right, I'll finish this off. I'm taking Rondell Moore. A little bit more slept on than some of these other wide receivers. Um, his ADP is currently wide receiver 68. Only reason he is slept on is because he was banged up the last two years of college. Uh, he only played four games in 2019 and then uh, three games in 2020, partially due to the pandemic as well. So it's not like he missed a lot of games last year, but the pandemic definitely hurt. Um, I'm taking Rondell Moore. He's essentially going free at wide receiver 68. And in 2018, when he did play a full season, 114 catches, 1,258 yards, 12 touchdowns, also added 21 carries for another 200 yards and two more touchdowns. So he's got uh, more of a gadget to him. He could definitely be used in the run game. Um, but I also think he's going to be over the slot. Kyler's go-to guy after DeAndre Hopkins. So, uh, more. I don't know about uh, what I've read is that AJ Green is AJ Green of prime. So Dude, I think can you please give it up on? AJ I think Rondo. I think we all learned our lesson. I think Rondo's in the slot anyway, so it's it's a little. I think Rondo Moore is fighting targets with Christian Kirk. I'm surprised it's you, Christian Kirk's on the AJ outside, Green though. instead of T odds. No, I, I like gave up on him last year. Last year, thank, I realized that he you. is a virus. If he's on your team, thank you're you. losing. That was like Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> the one year. <laughs> exactly. Don't draft AJ Green. Draft Rondell Don't. Moore. Don't yeah. listen to Q. I agree with you. And Andy Isabella is he going to finish above him? Easily. <laughs> Andy Isabella is not doing anything. Wide receiver five. <laughs> That's like a compliment. No, he's wide receiver five on their depth chart. <laughs> no, he's like a wide receiver 10 in fantasy. <laughs> he's, he's a deep bench guy in dynasty. All right, let's keep it rolling. Uh, wide receiver bold takes. Do you want to start us off again here? Is it bold? I think Dick finishes wide receiver one and leads all wide receiver statistical categories. Well, touchdowns and receiving yards. Targets may be hard to do, but. I mean, who's he competing with? Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley? I think no, it don't only ever disrespect the heavy nuts like that, man. Who? <laughs> heavy nuts. Heavy nuts. Oh, yeah. heavy nuts. <laughs> Mr. Beasley. No vaccine. Uh, it's only after one year, Diggs. Who would ever thought that we'd be talking about Diggs, the top three receiver in the NFL? Not me. Not I me. still can't believe Especially it. Especially Sean. Yeah, definitely seriously. not no. me. But I believe I, I'm not going to say I called him top three, but I definitely called him making a big leap getting away from Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I don't believe you it. did. You I were high last him. year on him. You were. I was. And I said it was a, I, last year. I said it was. A, I said it was a downgrade from Kirk Cousins to Josh Allen. Yeah, you were sleeping. That age. You're I ride. <laughs> but <laughs> she's all in now. One year, and he's he's top three. Why not be top one? What's the difference? All you right. just. I mean, unless Aaron Rodgers is Michael Jordan this year on the 
the last dance, I don't see a reason why he couldn't be number one. I hear where you're coming from. All right, T-Gods, talk about the uh, the guy opposite, the guy on your jersey. All right, so we can all agree that Calvin Ridley had a monster year, right? Yes, sir. Definitely. No? Yes. Oh, Matt was shaking his head no. That's um, crazy. So this man, Russell Gage, only had 18 fewer recep- receptions than him. That's, you know, that's that's right there. That ain't too bad. Pretty but substantial. He had 109 targets last year. Um, and in a similar situation to why I chose Devontae Smith as my rookie receiver, it's just it's just going to be volume. They're, like the Falcons over the past three years are the fourth fourth most pass heavy offense in the league. They be, they throw the ball all the time. Sixty three percent of their plays are throws. And I get it. Kyle Pitts is coming in. He might be the second option, sure, but. In an offense like that, where they throw the ball so much, that's fine. Russell Gage is still going to get looks. And uh, last year he finished wide receiver 37 while playing with Calvin Ridley and Julio. Julio didn't miss time, but still, wide receiver 37. And right now he's going as wide receiver 56. That's that's like free. free. That's, that's a free little, someone gets hurt, throw him in there. By week, throw him in there. Russell Gage, he's going to be solid. He's going to get volume. Just scoop him. He's like, he's free. He's literally free. How about Zacchaeus? Nobody cares about Zacchaeus. Oh, Olamide. He's a sleeper for sure. All right, Matt. Talk about our guy Julio we mentioned earlier. Yes, sir. I believe that Julio Jones of the Tennessee Titans finds his way back into the top 10 fantasy receivers this year. I mean, he's leaving Atlanta. He's coming to a much more run-heavy but efficient offense in Tennessee. I believe that Tennessee is going to be scoring a lot, and I think that's a great chance for Julio to get his touchdowns up. I mean, they're going to be in the red zone a ton, and if they're not running it with Derrick Henry, they're either throwing it to one of the two beasts that they have on the outside, and that's either Julio Jones or A.J. Brown. And I honestly think that there's plenty of targets to go around because other than those two, there is nobody that is getting a target, like even thought of getting a target. On that team, Hugh, where did you? Everybody go? just saw your ugly ass picture. Hugh's <laughs> <laughs> mugshot. Nice. Yeah, I like Julio too. Uh, just to add on to you, Matt, I think the last six years before last year, he was never lower than seven in PPR. Um, might as well get back in the top ten after a down year. Might as well. I hope so. All right, uh, I'll finish I this off so. here. Harry, we'll talk Harry, about Harry. trivia, trivia. Paris Campbell again. We're bringing him up again this year. I'm back on the wagon after that one catch for 37 yards uh, in that preseason game <laughs> this past week. See. Dude, that's all I had to say, and I was back on the Paris Campbell train. That's this all dude I had is to healthy. see for Marvin. This dude is healthy. He has the talent. I like Paris Campbell to be a top 40 wide receiver if he's able to stay healthy with flex upside on a weekly basis. Getting Paris Campbell this year, like him a lot, and he's going pretty much for free as the third wide receiver on the Colts with Wentz coming back possibly week one they love how he's progressing right now give me paris campbell all right just need so to you would have so even like okay he had the 37 yard catch but even without the wentz news he's still a target for you or a wentz, take i mean with wentz missing if wentz misses like six games obviously i'm i'm dropping him a little bit but <laughs> you're dropping it's looking him. like wentz is going to be back within the first couple of weeks so i'm surprise, taking paris surprise. campbell my wide receiver five or six with ease where he's essentially going free. 
All right, Q, let's do some trivia before we get out of here. Ran a little long, but that's okay. Right. We love talking wide receivers. Q, how oh, many questions you got? Excuse me, teacher. I don't have a uh, pen, so can I answer verbally before you guys put up your answers? Uh-huh. Sure. Yikes. I guess. Yeah. Or type on your phone. Go in your notes. You're smart, dude. I don't I'm, do that's why I'm the teacher. Well. That's from the teacher. <laughs> you have your phone? Oh, okay. I bet. All right. So all these questions, wide receiver related, obviously. Are we ready for question number? How many we know? got? How many we got? How many? Just got? three. Just three. Just three. All right, let's run it. All right. In 2020, I had one game under 15 points and three games under 10 fantasy points, including a donut, but finished the top five wide receiver. Number five. Who am I? Number five last year. Oh no! I don't In PPR, know. to be specific, because now oh, I, have to I think be. I do know. I think I do know. Because I know why. You spoiled with that with the ending part. What I mean, you I say at the end, top five hear. receiver. Yeah, I guess or number five. Yeah, I think five. I have it. Three, two, one. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, and Tyler Lockett. It was Calvin Ridley. Oh, he had the donut. He had Come the donut. on, he had the donut. I thought Keenan Allen had a donut when he played that game when he was healthy. Gosh, that was it. a playoff game, I, or. No, oh, yeah. I didn't even finish top five. I wish he my answer. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> All right, question number two. Who's had more career fantasy points? Oh, Matt, I guess this is one of the questions. Question. Yeah, Randy this... Moss or T.O.? Ooh, uh, that's not really that's a trick question. Good. I feel like it's... I'm ready. I'm ready. Don't ask if it's PPR or not because I just looked up their they career didn't even fantasy know the points. difference yeah. back then. <laughs> <laughs> 1997 who knew i'm ready ready are you ready yeah yeah three two one show your answers randy moss t.o t.o it was t.o with a total of only John, seven he was on the eagles why would you not say that one this, these are questions i'm talking about they're just obvious ones he only had seven more points than randy moss though seven points yo ppr give me randy randy moss had 1799 T.O. at 1806. All right. He was famous for the standard. Let's let's you see. Gotta, hold on. We got it. You got to give us like open-ended questions. Well, here's yeah, my third I, one. We can't what, be picking what out do you want? An essay? At least make it four. All well, right. The first one was open-ended, but he did say yeah. number five. All right. Well, how open-ended is and uh, how, like how open-ended is this for you? I don't like the 50-50s because it's always it's a no. All right. Well, stupid. Here you go. How many letters? Is in TJ Huzmanzada's last name. <laughs> I got it. I think you... I know this from when I was younger. <laughs> so you got had his jersey. Has I know his he jersey. did. I still have it. <laughs> he got it. Has it. I hope you guys are looking it up. Someone's looking it up. That's cheating. Are we ready? How yeah. many letters is in Who's Your Mama? Last name, yeah, right? Yeah. But just I'm last between name? last name, just last name. I'm okay. between two numbers, but I'm gonna go with this one. Three, two, one. Show them. Twelve, thirteen, seventeen. 17. It was fourteen. No, Damn. I was gonna say fourteen. <laughs> that was, that's, that's my, my favorite number. number. I was gonna say twelve right, or thirteen, so I was wrong. Point. No point for oh, you. No points. <laughs> that was exact. <laughs> Wow, that was a bad trivia day for me. I got zero. You got, you got two. I got two. Yeah. Mac oh my god! One. I think, I think are we all tied again? What's the, what's the score here? I, I can't wait until we start picking. We I got talk. zero. Start talking. I gotta find the paper. Too many. Uh, see, I can't nope. wait until oh, we here, do it the, uh, here it is. 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 Okay. 
So before this okay. one, it was what? Nothing's going to be worse than the golden tape no, 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 question. No, no, You and oh Matt are tied. You guys have six. I have five. Okay. Oh, my God. I need this week. Back. Yeah, you did. Six, five, five. We got all season to keep it going. We'll see six, if six, anyone pulls five, away yeah, or if chill. it's going to be close. Six, I already six, have I'm some good. I was trying to question. be at the top of the mountain. So. I am. I was, but I just choked. He's biased, self-centered. The... <laughs> <laughs> all right. We've gone pretty long here so let's get out of here yeah, uh, make sure leave. you are following us on twitter at super fb podcast and on instagram at super fantasy podcast subscribe on youtube as well uh, we're putting out way more content on there podcast clips more uh, nfl highlights and stuff involved in those so check that out follow us on tiktok if you have it more podcast clips coming we will be back thursday finishing our nfl division series with the nfc south the last division let's go be there or be square Peace out. Mm-hmm.